I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. I'm Allie J. And I'm Crystal O. And welcome to Not Your Token Black Girl, where we recover from spreading black girl magic wherever we go. From careers and cocktails to men and mental health, we're breaking it all down on what it means to wear the token crown. So if you've ever said, I'm not your token, fill in the blank, then this podcast is for you. A fun and witty show that's a little bit shady, but 100% true. It's Saturday brunch combo with the girls in a quick 20 minutes. Now let's get started. On today's episode of Not Your Token Black Girl, we're swapping crazy dating stories with Brittany Thomas and Kristen Martin. So welcome back to Not Your Token Black Girl. We have two guests today, Kristen Martin and Brittany Thomas. And today we, hey, we are... (laughs) Opening up on our funniest and craziest dating story, um, all in an effort to laugh at our own experiences, bond over the you know shared experiences, and remind each other that we never have to settle for foolishness. Um, so, who wants to start? <laughs> who wants to start with their most recent crazy encounter? I think you should be the person giggling the most. I feel like they have a good story. <laughs> I agree. I have. <laughs> I have so many stories, but um, none recently because I've um, started dating like a lot more intentionally and my vetting process is kind of tough now, but yes. um, I hmm. am, I guess I'll, let's rewind to maybe three or four years ago. I lived in Virginia beach and this was during a time where I was on dating apps and I was literally going on probably, I'd say five to eight dates a week um, oh my god and wow. yeah it was just it was just like a priority at the time and so I just wanted to meet people I'd moved to a new town wanted to meet people wanted to date so anyway I did right. and guys I'm not even one of those people that has this wide open profile of like uh you know I would attract anybody and everybody but it seems like I do and um So there's this one guy that I'm thinking of. And when you think first date, you think, okay, you want to talk and get to know the person. And so he took us to a club. And so um, I was like, okay, cool. Um, Didn't say anything. Was just thinking like, this is probably not ideal for us to talk and get to know each other, but fine. And um, so we get, we get drinks and, um, so you know how like when your jam comes on, like, you, you know, you kind of start bobbing your head a little bit or you'll be like, oh, this is my jam. And you might kind of start to dance a little bit with the person you came to the bar with. That did right. not happen. Um, 
we were just kind of chatting a little bit uh, just at the bar and I saw him kind of getting into it and I had gone away to the restroom. When I came back, he was not at the bar. He was uh, dancing with this other guy on the dance Wait. floor. And I wasn't yeah. expecting that. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I know. Y'all, he got in a dance battle with this dude. Um, I, I wish I recorded it. I was so mortified. But he's literally dance battling this other guy. And he takes off his sh- shirt. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> takes off his shirt, tosses it over to me as if I'm supposed to catch it. The bartender um, was kind of looking at me. He was equally as mortified for me. And he was like, hey, if you want to leave, just go out the back. Like, I got your tab. Don't worry about it. Like, you know, I'll pay for this. You need to leave. And the guy comes back over. I left his shirt. Obviously, I did not catch it. It was on the ground. I'm not picking up your sweaty shirt off the ground. Um, But he came over and was like, sorry, you know, the music, you know, it just really speaks to me. I used to be a dance uh, tr- I used to lead a dance troupe when I lived in Maryland, you know, a few years ago, and you know the music just takes over me, and I just can't help myself. And I was just like, Oh, oh my god. Okay. Well, I was dated a married man, and I didn't Yikes. know it. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. <laughs> I dated this Crystal. man. I, I love you to, so much. To my credit, before, like, people come out with their pitchforks, I did not know that this man was married. And careful, ladies, yeah. it could happen to you. I dated him for six months. We met <laughs> at work. Okay? We met at work. And normally, I'm an HR professional, so I don't date where I work. Um, but of he course. was a consultant, so technically he didn't work for the company I was with. So it's like, okay, so he invited me to eat lunch with him a couple of times. I, I go to lunch with people, male, female, all the time, um, just because in my profession, I need to have good relationships, and that's easy to build over a meal. So over time, he invited me to dinner, he invited me to the movies, and so we were dating. Um, eventually, he came to my home, I went to his home. Um, and I knew that he had children, um, uh, which I was like, hey, I'm young. I don't know if I want to do the whole children thing, like multiple, but you know, this is fun. We'll see what happens. His wife calls, oh, introduces God. herself to me. She is a sorority sister. Oh, my. oh, oh God. And she basically says, I don't know if you know this or not. I'm hoping you don't, but I am, we'll call him Joe, Joe's wife. I literally said, who is this? And Joe, who (laughs) not think it's not the guy that I've been talking to for half a year. Um, She begins to explain that they have been having their issues, but they are definitely married. She had moved out of the home, moved home with her parents while they were working things out. When I would go over there, he would change the family photos, like with her in it, to just her no. and the girls. No. And she had That's she was telling me this girl because she had come home unexpectedly. She forgot something that she needed, so she came home, 
And it, I was like, I was there last night for dinner and he didn't have time, I guess, to change the photos back. And so when she walked in, she noticed he had photos everywhere up and they lived in a condo in downtown Uh Dallas. There were photos everywhere. And so as when she comes in her house, she realizes that all of these, like she's not in any of these photos. So she opens the picture frame and the original photo is behind it. She sent me a picture of this. I oh said, first God. of all, no. I, don't, I don't date married men. Never have, yeah. never will. He never no. said that he had a wife. He doesn't have, because ladies, keep it cute. Even if a man says he's not married, check his ring finger anyways. If you see the, the, um, so, uh, the tan or the end yeah, of the Yeah, you can see the tan. Yep. He didn't have that. So this guy had come to the holiday party alone, was dancing with me. I did not know this man was married. Oh, of course, I had never met his kids at this point because I was like, I'm not trying to meet your kids. They ended up getting back together. God bless her. But (laughs) yes, that is how I unknowingly dated a married man. Oh my wow. Yes. Wow. Wow. Did his colleagues know that he was married? I don't know because he was a consultant. So he would work remote and occasionally he would come on site. So it wasn't like he was a regular employee where we saw him every day. He was in the office with us every day, kind of building those relationships, talking about personal and work. Um, Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know. I don't know. But no one ever told me. So what was the conversation after you told him, like, hey, you're very much present wife, called me. I called. He never answered my phone number, or he never answered my phone call. Um, and I, I never called him again. I apologized to the wife um, and told her, hey, I'll let you know if I see him around the office. I did see him around the office, but I never approached him at the office. I didn't think that was where that needed to go down. Yeah, um, that's a good call. But I, I did tell her, like, one, just woman to woman, and as sorority sisters, I'll let you know if I hear of anything or see anything else around the office, because I guarantee you, if he's dating me or whatever that was, I'm probably not the only one. Um, right. Yeah. yeah. But, of course, I Facebook stalk everybody. So mm-hmm. when I saw on his and her Facebook that they had recent pictures together and all of this, uh, I figured they were back together, so I didn't go any further with that. I never saw him with anyone else. I never heard of anything else. Uh, I ended up moving on to another company shortly after, but, yeah. So let's talk about wow. like, how it affects you emotionally and then also, like, your next prospect that you wanted to date. Like, how did that – how did you move on from that, or did it – create any like anxiety in dating for you or like were you more um, very now well that was that? six months like yeah wow. it was six months um I wasn't in love with the guy like I cared for him but I guess from my previous dating experiences I had become so guarded so I was hurt I was disappointed I was more so pissed that he had mm. put me in a position to be the other woman, and I didn't right. realize I was the own, I was the other woman. Um, so right. I was pissed that he, that anyone would put me in a situation to compromise my morals and character 
without me having right. all the facts. Um, right. It was a, also more nerve-wracking than anything because I'm thinking I've been in your home, um, you've been in my home, and for you to take such drastic steps as to take down all the pictures of your wife, there's no um, ring tan line. Like, you were very intentional about keeping yep. it hidden. That was that kind of fear or, um, you know, I don't know, me being unnerved by that definitely overshadowed me being heartbroken. I don't think I was heartbroken. I was more so disappointed, um, but more right. so kind of freaked out that he would go to such extreme measures. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. That's deep. Yeah, that is, <laughs> that's the horror story for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, imagine if he had a crazy wife. Like, if she was vindictive. And, yeah. you know, like, I wouldn't have even know why my tires were slashed or why there was a psychopath banging on my door. Right? So, yeah. Anyway, you know so that's my crazy story. Oh, my God. The calming effect of her is probably because this wasn't the first time. Honestly. No, it definitely wasn't. That, he had a full plan. That's the important thing. Yeah. She went back yeah. to that. Probably so calm like he, kn- he knows her partner you know what I mean like that is crazy and I think yeah. that's insane like that's my biggest thing is like do not take away my choices it you know let's be real there are some women that don't care about that but exactly you didn't take you took my choice away exactly where I could decide if I wanted to be in that or not be in that like that's the right. part that would drive me crazy well, also, it's like they were, if if she's living with her parents, he's got the place, you know, I'm sure they're just having to coordinate with the kids if they're somewhat separated. Like, is she doing her thing, too? You know what I'm saying? I think you just don't know, like, the depth of what's yeah. going on. And, and so, clearly, he's doing his dirt. We don't know what she's doing. Like, that whole situation it, you know, it's toxic. And what's crazy is I like recently, you know, I'm married. So it's a little, I think things through a little different than I did when I was single and, and younger. But now, you know, I recently have one of my single friends that is actually talking to a married man that she, she's like, not wanting to say like, she's trying to not talk to him, but he's been pressing her and pressing her and insisting that like, you know, him and his wife are in this separation and they're allowed, they've allowed each other to like date during separation. So that was one of those things. It's like, you never know the depth of someone's, someone's someone's relationship. But also I feel like if mm-hmm. it is that type of thing, like you have to be upfront with people like in, in for him, he should have been like for Joe, what we're calling yeah. him. Like he should have <laughs> been like, Hey, I'm separated from my wife right now this may not right. be serious because I may be getting back with my wife. I just need a friend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and that's I, what, I think that that's so shady. And yeah, I, I am always, it's just my mindset, separated is still married. Right? Yes, like, and it is. You can show yeah. me some divorce papers. Separated yes. is still married. And I know some listeners will disagree with me. I think everyone's entitled to their opinion. But I try to root my opinion in facts and the law. So there are Mm -hmm. some laws in this country where the 
spouse can come after the other woman for abandonment. Yeah. So yeah. because you're taking her husband away. Um, yeah. And, and I have just so recourse. It, it, it could definitely have financial recourse. And I am just so, I take wedding vows so seriously that unless yeah. there is divorce papers to show, I don't care if you separated, pissed, and going through World War Three. until you can show me some divorce papers, you're a married man or a married woman. Yeah. 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 But something else that you guys bring. Go ahead. I'm going to make sure it's filed. <laughs> I'm going to look at it. <laughs> I'm going to do a quick Google search. but I think something interesting that you touched on was that intentionality is so important and so if that is your situation I would rather know up front if you really just want a friend or you really are just looking for just like a physical thing or if you really are looking um for gosh you can for anything just be up front about it because I think women are have the uh the confidence and the independence now to assert their desires as well these days and so maybe you you do find a woman that wants literally exactly what you want um and no need for the deception that is very right. frustrating so that's an interesting yeah, thing i'm being up front i want to play devil's advocate because most men will say um you know women you say you want the truth right you say yeah. that you would want to be upfront about it but then when we are you know another thing happens, right? Like a, a, a man can tell a woman, hey, like this is all I want. This is where I'm at. This is where I stand. I'm not going to be emotionally tied to this X, Y, and Z, right? And with women, mm-hmm. we can, my opinion, this is my opinion, we can say like, okay, cool. I want to go down this path with you too. I don't want anything. I'm good. This is what we're going to do. You know, you'll be my confidant or whatever during this time. And then, you know, what it is, what it is. But I feel like women, we're so naturally and on a chemistry level are just bound emotionally regardless no no matter how much we may say or try to act upon this level of like you know i don't necessarily have to be emotionally involved if i say it enough it'll it'll come into fruition but i I agree we're still very much so attached especially let's be honest when you add sex right like yeah. you are now chemically bounded to this person and physically bounded to this person. And no matter you say like, oh, we're just this, there's still an emotional tie. Even if that sure. woman or was up front with you about where their intentions were in dealing with you. You guys yeah. feel that way? No, I agree. I think in my situation, um, I didn't sleep with this guy. Um, right. So I was, disappointed because I was really liking him but I think when you add sex to the mix that makes the situation a whole lot um messier because once I you know give that most intimate part of myself to you we go together so (laughs) the level of crazy and the level of being able to think clearly significantly decreases so right I do agree with you there once sex has happened my ability to think like a rational person and make smart decisions for my own heart health mental health physical health <laughs> goes out the window 
But I think it's up to the woman to know that about herself. Like it's up, the onus is on us to know that, okay, once I introduce, we've had enough relationships to know this. Once I introduce sex into a relationship, um, these are going to be my expectations. And I know that he said he doesn't really want much of a commitment. So maybe my move needs to be, I don't need to have sex with this man because I know that I'm going to want what he is not ready to give. And so I think there's a level of like maturity that comes, that's required as well. Yeah, on our part to know, you you know, how we're going to girlfriends that say that, right. And try to practice that thought end up becoming, you know, sexually involved with them and then realize like, Oh, you know, he's not doing what he's supposed to do. And I think in our society, a lot, a lot of people don't take ownership for their actions. You know what I mean? It's so easy to blame the other person, and I sit there sometimes. Yep. I'm talking to girls, and I'm like, "But sis, but sis, like, you did it. You knew very well. What, like, yes. what's going to happen? Like, yes. you crying, you talking about he ain't, you know, me. And I'm like, "But sis, like, you knew this. So what part of right. you going to have responsibility to be like?" You know, I knew good and well that if I slept with this man, this is what's going to happen. And it did. So I don't have anybody else to blame but myself. But that doesn't happen. Right. I do think I we need to be responsible for the situations that we put ourselves in. Now, if you don't have all the yeah. facts and you make decisions based on what you know, I, I can let that slide. Yes. But yeah. if you have exactly. run across a gentleman who is forthcoming and honest with you and you choose to skate on by and think the (laughs) powerful treat that you sit on is going to change his mind you get what you get and soul ties are very powerful and painful to cut so if you have to keep learning that lesson I feel bad for you because eventually damage is going to be done yeah because of the poor choices you keep making and I'm just being real, like, we've all done that, not necessarily in, a, in a, the situation. I'm talking about outside of your unique situation, Crystal. I'm just saying with a regular, yeah, yeah, regular yeah. guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Where we know this person yep. is not what they need to be for us, right? And mm-hmm. but because, and I think that's the conversation, like, the um, what Kristen was saying, like, with maturity, but also, in my part, ownership um, mm-hmm. is, like, being able to be like, you, I know this person that is not going to give me what I need. Like, I know this. But for whatever reason, because he's fine or he got his, you know, stuff together on paper, right, on paper, not emotionally, right. that this would be, you know, this would be the person that I need to be with because he looks right for me. Like, on if we take right. a picture, just out. Like, we look like we're supposed to be together, but he's emotionally damaging for me. And I think a lot of women, like, don't, because we've all done it, right? But some women do it more than others, is that we get caught up in the fact of, like, all these unnecessaries and the, mm-hmm. the picture book, and we forget about ourselves and what we really, really need. Yeah. You know, as human beings, not even just women, just as a soul, like, as you said, Crystal, mm-hmm. like, just our soul needs. Yeah. I agree. Oh, that's the Brittany, what's the crazy <laughs> story? Okay. Okay, I have a great one. Um, so I went to this place. I don't know if y'all ever been to um, 
it's in Addison, and I forget the name of it. Um, it's where Don Diego, the jazz person, who they just renamed it. Anyways, it's in oh, Addison. So is it you know true? What I'm talking about, right? It used to be Stone true. Trail. Stone Trail, yes. Yes.
in so many words, you know, of course, other words put in there. I was like, why would you bring me to your house and perpetuate the fact that you have cameras if you think you didn't trust me to be in your house? You know what I mean? Like, who does that? For whatever reason. So at this point, That's I'm weird. Leave. I'm going to leave. Uh, thank you for your time. But at this point, we, you know, there's nothing else we need to talk about. And he's like, what do you, ta- I felt like you could be the next person that I needed to date and so that was like my mm-hmm. first like I've dated um you know Puerto Rican men before and they're like they're very aggressive they're very like territorial all that kind of stuff I'm like no nah, that's just probably some misconception or just like you know stereotypical yeah. yeah uh no it's the truth so I was like and I was like it was just like the weirdest time. I was just like, why would you, first of all, what, what, so even if we had started dating and he had never told me that he had cameras in his house, like imagine where that could have went. You know what I mean? Like he would have had. What? Yeah. 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 So I was just like, um, I'm good. I'm good. Never saw him again. He blew up my phone afterwards where I had to block him. Cause I was like, Jeez. crazy. Oh my god. Painful. Alice, do you have something to share with the class? I really don't have dating stories because I never knew like if I was dating. So I really don't. I'm not I mean I my (laughs) horror stories are just me being awkward. You know what I'm saying? Like I I feel like every time I was dating or like talking to someone new, like I just was so awkward. Like it was that was Why? the whole thing. I mean, me and Albert, when we went on our first date, we um we went to McCormick and Schmidt, and I remember being there, and they took like the longest time to serve us. So I was like throwing a fit, and I really wanted like serving turf, you know. So I was like really annoyed that we couldn't do it. But then I we ended up getting up and leaving and going to Albert's favorite restaurant where I also threw a fit because he liked this. It was like Alex. And my stomach on his shrimp. Well, that, that's just my only like time that I think back of like a horror story. Oh, I do have this one time I went, um, I was dating a guy and we went to watch a movie at his house. And um, it was that that movie with Chris Tucker or no Chris Rock I think I love my wife y'all know that movie mm-hmm. have y'all seen that yes well yes. it's like it's a funny movie right and this at the time the guy that I was dating I guess we were dating he he was like Chris Rock's my favorite like he was just saying all this stuff and he was like this movie made me cry and y'all what? my little dumb <laughs> self he meant I go oh I, I said oh that's so sweet girl he meant cry laughing so like I used to just do like awkward I was very awkward so I don't that's what I'm saying I don't no one was ever like horror like horrible or really bad but I also dated I got one more I guess so now like yeah you share I got one more um so and this is also when I was in Virginia too wow interesting get out of Virginia Um, Basically, I know I'm. I I left anyway. So he was an hour late. Which before you guys say like I shouldn't have stayed. There is a tunnel there, and it goes under the water. 
And as soon as okay. one person swerves, um, it literally, it causes hours and hours and hours and hours delays. So, um, so I understood. And so he finally got there and he tells me that he is a dad, but of course he didn't, he lied to me at first. He didn't, he told me at first he didn't have any children. When we're on the date, he actually revealed to me he does have a daughter, but he doesn't really count it because what? her mom, her mom, uh, her mom be tripping all the time. I think it was his exact words. So he doesn't really see what? her a lot. So it doesn't really count. It's kind of like he doesn't have a daughter. So that's why he told me he didn't have a daughter. Um, so oh you can imagine my reaction. Like my dad's so important to me. I think that the father-daughter relationship is so crucial to society and just mankind in general. But anyway, so that yeah. didn't rub me the right way. And then he started like railing on his job and he just kept saying it was so horrible and he wanted to be promoted. And, you know, the man just kept trying to keep him down. And I was like, do you think you should maybe go back to school and get some more education or maybe apply for another company or, you know, just offering these other solutions. And he just kept kind of to that narrative of, you know, I don't think that would work. The man just really wants to keep me down, yada, yada, yada. So, you know, that also doesn't work for me because I'm a pretty positive person. And I, I think I'm pretty ambitious and pretty proactive. So yeah. the fact that he is just going to stay in this job that makes him miserable, not interested, um, so anyway, I go to the restroom and I texted my friend, Matt, who lived in that same building. And I was like, Matt, 911, need you to come get me. And so he literally comes downstairs um, and he runs up to us because we're out on a patio. And he's like, babe, our water heater just busted. We got to go right now. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, water heater. There's water everywhere. Let's go. And so literally... I jump over the railing of the patio that we're on and he's like, wait, do you live with this dude? And I'm like, yep. And he goes, man. (laughs) And Matt and I literally ran back to his place. um, And he, that was not the only time that Matt saved me, but um, yeah, it was just, it was a disastrous date and negative, irresponsible man. I have texted my sister to get me out of a date and she'll ask like how big of an emergency and I'm like give me Broadway (laughs) and she will like wail scream I'm like oh my god my sister I gotta go right now oh my god (sighs) so funny well this has been great hit us up in the comments let us know your funniest story or most horrible dating experience and let's keep the conversation going offline This is Allie J. And I'm Crystal O. And that's it for this week. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 12 p.m. Central for another episode of Not Your Token Black Girl. And also be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google. And follow me at Basic Allie on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at The Crystal O. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. 
Zenni's Blox lenses help to protect the eyes by keeping harmful blue light out. Because they're virtually clear, add blocks to any Zenni frame for stylish, all-day protection. Get a complete pair of prescription or non-prescription Blox glasses starting at just $24. Protect your eyes now at Zenni.com.